What is going on, ball boys and ball girls? I hope you guys are all super well. Happy to be with you today. Happy December. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Whatever you celebrate, thanks for being here. I appreciate you. It's great to be back with you again today. So for today's episode, we got quite a bit to get into. Um, obviously, it's winter. It's cold. It's it's kind of slow around baseball lately. Um, but nonetheless, I got plenty of stuff to go over with you guys. Um, so yeah, before I get too far into it, if you haven't seen over on the homepage of my website, I have shouted out um, Dr. Um, Donna Halper. Um, and I want to give her a special thank you to her and the S. Um, the Society of American Baseball Research Bio Project uh, for their research on Faye Young. Faye Young is one of the greatest and most influential African American writers, African American writers in baseball history. He basically created the Chicago Tribune or Chicago Defender, I'm sorry, um, homepage or sports page. Um, he is exclusively known, well, not exclusively known, but most prominently known for his coverage of the Negro Leagues, more so than any other writer during that time. Um, and, you know, he's, he's known as the Dean of um, the Dean of Negro writers and sports writers. Um, very, just very influential. He's actually my great, great grandfather. I think I mentioned that already, but regardless, please go over to my homepage, read his article, go to Twitter at the ball boy blog 2021. And, Please come join us. Uh, join my hunt, my pursuit to get Faye Young into the Hall of Fame where he deserves. Before we get too far into it, I want to give a huge thank you to my friends over at Dano Seasoning. Dano's is legitimately incredible, legit top-notch seasoning for any and every food. Let me tell you, I use the spicy nanos when I meal prep. My carrots, put it in the water, let it boil. Delicious. I use the original nanos today when I meal prep some sausage with some um, keto syrup. Delicious. Delicious. Let me tell you, I use that nano stuff on everything. And let me tell you why I use it on absolutely everything. Okay, you ready for this? Okay, hear me out. So, no sugar. No GMO, no artificial flavorings, colorings, dyes, whatever. Fresh herbs and spices, high quality herbs and spices for in every seasoning. Unrefined sea salt. So the sodium there is in each bottle, which there isn't very much, isn't the really crappy, high fructose, disgusting kind of salt. Um, it's packed with flavor. It's delicious. The spicy isn't even that spicy because it only has cayenne pepper. And I am so excited to be partnered with these guys. If you go over to the My Deals page on the website, the Ball Boy blog backslash my-deals, you'll find them, Dano Seasoning, with a link to let them know that I sent you over. Go and gift your holiday meals or someone else's meals a blessing with some Dano Seasoning this holiday season. So without further ado, let's jump into the notes. So going back to some news, 
Um, the news blog I posted back on November 17th is where we're going to start. Um, we had quite a bit happen uh, in this piece. We saw probably the most significant move in just baseball in general, which was huge, that I loved, um, was Kim Ng being named the new general manager on for the Miami Marlins. She's the first female and Asian-American GM in MLB history. Um, she's the first woman to be hired as a GM of a major professional American sports professional, major American professional sports team. That includes the NHL, the NBA, the MLB, and the NFL. So hats off to her. She has been a huge part of baseball um, in her, her career. She started in 1991 with the White Sox. In 95, she assumed the role of assistant director of baseball operations with the White Sox. Uh, she served in several uh, assistant general manager roles, including with the Yankees in the late 90s. She then was with the Dodgers from 01 to 2011 as VP and assistant general manager. Um, with the Marlins fresh off a playoff run, just oozing with young talent. Don Mattingly, the NL manager of the year. Ng in that front office next to Derek Jeter with Madeline on the field managing this team. I would not count out the Marlins going forward at all. The Marlins are serious now and they're awesome. And next piece of news, big sexy Bartolo Colon was had posted a clip on Twitter of him wearing a Met shirt and throwing some gas, not the same as he used to. He's never thrown crazy gas, but he was probably still throwing hitting about 90, 92. Um, Big Sexy wants to come back. He wants another year. Let's see here. Oh, the Angels selected their next GM. Um, Angels assistant general manager, Perry Manassian. Um, you know, pick here is good for the Angels because of how great that Braves front office has been in recent years, how they've done a tremendous job developing uh, young talent, getting talent and developing it, and then coming into contention. The move for the GM spot is exactly what the Angels needed. Um, the Chicago White Sox hired former Giants assistant Ethan Katz as their pitching coach. Um, fun fact about this, he was actually Lucas Giolito's pitch, pitching coach in high school. Um, so really solid chemistry fit for the White Sox. And then I, I haven't heard any more since this kind of came out, but I don't know if the White Sox have disciplined him yet or not. I will have to check, look more into this. You can probably read more about this on uh, 1130's piece of the blog. Um, if not, for the next news and notes coming out later this week. Uh, the, the White Sox acknowledged the seriousness of the charges against ma their new manager, Tony La Russa, after he was charged with a DUI. Um, I, I believe they're still waiting on the court resolution to kind of further discipline. So La Russa is not off to a strong start in Chicago. So next, we got some free agent news. Uh, there's, there's, there's quite a bit. Um, but tis the season. This is probably my favorite news to cover. Um, there should be 
a sort of bidding war over Korean baseballs, Kiwoom, uh, Heroes, infielder Kim Ha Shuang. Uh, he'll be posted, or he is posted now for MLB teams to bid on. He has been posted since the day after Thanksgiving. Um, he's good. He slashed over his six year career in the KBO, he slashed 292 batting average with a 368 OBP and a 487 slugging percentage. And he is only 25. Uh, so he is experienced, and his best years are still ahead of him. So any team that signs him will have a really good building block. Um, right-handed pitcher Josh Tomlin agreed with the Atlanta Braves on a one-year, $1 million deal with a club option for 2022. Great move for the Braves. Um, Tomlin posted a 4.76 ERA, 4.02 FIP. In 2020, but he was also used for spot starts and in the pen for 2020. So it's great for the Giants. That was another swing man. Um, the Braves also signed starting pitcher Drew Smiley to a one-year $11 million deal. Um, with the Giants in 2020, Smiley posted a 3.26 ERA with a 2.01 fit over a 226.1 inning pitch. So basically what those numbers tell me is that when you extrapolate the numbers based on the ballpark, based on where he pitched and whatnot, Kind of take out all those external factors. He was really good on the mound. He was really good in his work and showed to be healthy and back on top of his game. So great rotation add after um, Mike Soroka and Max Reed. As we saw, the qualifying offers were all decided on. JT Romuto, George Springer declined their options. Marcus Stroman accepted his. Trevor Bauer denied his. Kevin Gosman accepted his from the Giants. Uh, if you haven't seen, Taiwan Walker has been connected back with the Blue Jays in free agency as well as the Tigers as well. Um, and they have talked about signing Walker. So there most likely is a contract on the table from the Tigers. Uh, the Blue Jays, they're being linked to everyone. Rightfully so. They're aggressive this season of free agency. We'll talk a lot about them um, over the coming weeks. So, um, you know, they're they've been linked to Springer, Jackie Bradley Jr., Taiwan Walker, Anderton Simmons, um, you know, everybody. Um, the Mets and Yankees, Cardinals have all been in talks with Yadier Molina. Um, he's the second best catcher on the market after JT Realmuto. And the Mets are trying to take starting pitcher Masahiro Tanaka from the Yankees. If the Yankees don't re-sign him, the Mets are to be rumored to be targeting Tanaka. Um, the Mets also have Marcel Azuna on their list. What kind of word from around the industry is that a lot of teams are just waiting for the Mets to figure out their front office situation, which we'll talk about here soon. Uh, we also saw the Padres and Mike Clevenger. They're working on a two-year deal uh, that would buy out the remaining two years of arbitration for Clevenger. Clevenger, who is 30, um, he's still on track to hit free agency post-2022. And then once that deal was signed, when I wrote this on, posted this on the 17th of November, he is having Tommy John surgery and will miss all of 2021. Uh, so we'll see him in 2022 for the second year of that contract. And it would not surprise me if the if he shows well enough, the Padres keep Clevenger around um, for the back half of his career. 
trade news, there's not a ton. Um, just a lot of shortstops are being floated. A lot of big names are being floated. Um, Lindor, uh, Indian shortstop Francisco Lindor, um, Nolan Arenado, Carlos Correa, uh, Chris Bryant, everyone on the Cubs. We'll get into that. We'll unpack that one. Uh, let's see. There's there's a lot of players on the trade block, expected to be on the trade block, like Snell. Tons of news. Um, regardless, uh, injury news um, from this one, uh, from this week, a uh, first baseman outfielder for the Orioles, Trey Mancini, is planning on attending spring training in 2021. His most recent blood work as of November 17th showed no tumor DNA. Hooray. Way to go, Trey Mancini, for beating cancer. Cancer sucks. Way to go, Mancini, for beating it and working your way back to baseball. Congratulations. Um, Chris Sale, Boston Red Sox. Uh, he's not expected to be ready for 2021. At least not the start of 2021. We should probably see Sale about mid-year. Uh, to the Red Sox, Sale being healthy and at 100% is the most important since he is their ace, their best pitcher, and has a hefty contract. Um, so they don't want to miss any more time than he absolutely has to and want, and want the best out of his career going forward. Uh, Nate Mets secondary ace, Noah Syndergaard, is throwing off a mound. His rehab is going exceptionally well, and he looks to be healthy and gearing up for spring 2021 and to be part of the rotation come opening day. And other than that, that's all the news we got from the 17th. Uh, so let's take a quick break and head over to the news from 1120. So let's keep going on some news. News is fun to talk about. I like talking about news. Let's see, 1120, we had the Hall of Fame ballot come out. I posted a full breakdown of the Hall of Fame ballot. Um, ballot breakdown, I call it. I broke down every single Hall of Fame candidate's case for the Hall of Fame in that post. It was a lot of fun. Please go show it some love over on the website. You can find it under www.theballboyblog.com slash post slash ballboytalk, and you'll see it, Hall of Fame ballot breakdown. Um, I thought this was really interesting. I wanted to talk about it for just a second. It's not baseball news, but it's important news for sports in general. Um, ESPN released a recent survey of fans from multiple sports if they would attend 2021 sports without a vaccine. Two-thirds of people surveyed said they would not participate in any indoor sporting event, while 58% said no to outdoor sporting events um, without a vaccine. So just really interesting there. Um, development from the Tony La Russa, his charges are not being dropped, and the story for him is still developing. Uh, we saw Robinson Cano land a 182-game suspension for testing positive a second time in his career for performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, he will forfeit his entire $24 million salary in 2021. Um, and we can pretty much guarantee that Cano will not make the Hall of Fame. Uh, and his case is dead. But with his case being dead, opens up the door for possibly second baseman Chase Utley to make it into the Hall of Fame. Just really interesting. Um, we have yet to hear anything from Cano, Cano's agent, or anyone 
regarding, I'm just hoping that he doesn't pull a Manny Ramirez and call it a career after he landed a season-long suspension because that would 100% tarnish any chance he has of getting back into the Hall of Fame now. Uh, but the Mets have an extra $24 million now this year to play with, and they could make an even bigger splash in free agency, cut Cano just long-term, pay him out long-term, and kind of just move on and just leave him in the past, much like Mets fans are leaving you on assessment as in the past after 2020. And we saw that Cubs um, executive vice president, general manager, president of baseball operations, Theo Epstein is stepping down and Jed Hoyer will assume all duties of president of baseball operations. Um, Epstein leave the, leaves giving the Cubs $10 million to redistribute to other areas of the team. Um, Hoyer definitely has his work cut out for him with Epstein saying basically a couple of days before he left that Baez, Bryant, Rizzo, Schwarber, um, who are all set to become free agents at the end of 21 are free. Um, we're listening, we're willing. And from everything I've read from around the MLB is that other executive front offices expect the Cubs to look completely different by the end of this offseason. Um, and there's been a lot of speculation around Epstein. Um, Theo Epstein, I mean, dude's only 46. Kind of crazy um, that he's already built two World Series teams with two different teams already in his career. Um, and now that Epstein's available, Robert Manfred's contract is set to expire at the end of 2024. However, if all the owners vote, um, which they could at any given time, um, they could kind of they could fire Robert Manfred because um, most owners are already short-tempered with Manfred, his antics, his poor discipline. Uh, and Epstein, you know, he hasn't come out and said what he wants to do next, whether run another club, run another front office, rebuild another contender. I mean, why would he want to do it for a third time? Um, but he will be stepping away from 2021 at all to focus on his family and his nonprofit organization. But Rival executives and front offices do expect the Cubs are gearing up for a heavy restart. Um, you know, that payroll is going to be impossible. They're going to lose all those guys anyway. You know, Rizzo, um, Bryant, Baez, Schwarber, they're all going to be free agents. They need to capture their value now, um, and they're all available. Uh, LA. Los Angeles Angels owner Arte Moreno said the payroll would not decrease. Um, he said it will not, and that the club will increase in 2021. Um, he has said that the club will have, or the GM front office will have every chance to put a competitive product on the field around Mike Trout to win ball games and get to the postseason. So there wasn't any major free agent signings. The only free agent signings. Um, through the 20th were just um, Robbie Ray, the Padres, and Mike Clevenger. Brave signed Josh Tomlin, Drew Smiley. They also added um, uh, Charlie Morton on a one-year $15 million deal. Marcus Stroman accepted his qualifying offer, while Kevin Gosman also ex accepted his qualifying offer. So free agency is slow, but it, it should pick up, especially going December, January, because the guys start to report back in February. So... Let's hope that 
starts to pick up. It's going to be a really weird year because teams don't have a lot of revenue. They don't have a lot of money to spend. Um, so we we just have to wait and see who's going to do what. Because um, there's some good free agents out there. Uh, rumors. Um, the Mets are wanting to add more to DeGrom, Syndergaard, and Stroman. They're interested in Corey Kluber. Char- or, well, they were interested in Charlie Morton, but he signed with the Braves. Uh, Mike Miner, among other starting pitchers with trackers of success. So they're look they're not looking for top shelf talent. They're not looking for Trevor Bauer. Or I mean they could. Obviously they want to because Trevor Bauer is great. Uh, but they're looking for guys that they can slot into that fourth and fifth who can still give them a great chance at winning um, day in, day out. Uh, the SF Giants, San Francisco Giants have shown interest in starting pitcher Jake Odorizzi, and they have spoken with him. So possibly there has been an offer made. Uh, the Blue Jays, Mets, and Twins are also in talks with the starting pitcher, so he does have a very solid market. Odorizzi is a very solid pitcher and a very solid number two. And then we have yet to see free agent Nelson Cruz take any meetings, um, and he's unlikely to sign until we know for sure if there'll be a universal DH in 2021, which we should see happen as soon as the winter meetings happen, uh, virtual winter meetings happen for the owners. Um, and hopefully they... Get rid of Manfred. Um, like I said, the Cubs um, headlined the trade rumors, but the Dodgers are also wanting to make a play at Nolan Arenado. Uh, would be great. Crazy. Um, the Brewers are open to moving Josh Hader with the emergence of Devin Williams. No shock here. Hader would bring the most value back out of anyone on that club. Um, but they need to keep talent, not trade their talent, because they need to put a winning competitive team around um, Christian Yelich. And then we see injury news that I talked about this already. Clevenger is going to miss all of 2021. Um, Dodgers star outfielder Cody Bellinger will miss two-plus months after surgery to repair the shoulder he dislocated in the NLCS Game 7. So he played through a dislocated shoulder all of the World Series. So great on him. So barring any setbacks, he'll be ready for opening day come April. And not injury news, but Alrodis Chapman had his three-game suspension reduced down to two games for throwing near Ray's Mike Brissau's head. And the Yankees are wanting to help Gary Sanchez. They want to fix him instead of just getting up on him. He's shown tremendous upside. If they can, whatever quote-unquote fix means, um, they'll be ready to do so. And it'll be great for the club. So that's that's the news that I have through the 20th. Um, on Friday's podcast, we'll talk about everything from this week, go over a little bit more as more news develops. Uh, so we'll be fully caught up by Friday's podcast. So make sure you tune in on Friday um, to the podcast. But now let's jump in and do a couple yearly reviews. All right, let's get into the Twins yearly review So, as always, with the yearly reviews, we talk about a few major things. What moves did the team make in 2020? What did we love? What did we not love? What's next? And what was the biggest takeaway from this team? So, so far, I have talked about the Padres, the A's, the Marlins, the Yankees, the Cardinals, the White Sox, and the Cubs. Um, I have tons more beyond that, though, actually on the site. Um, And I'm on my last 10 they're already finished, just editing, and they should be live all by the end of December. So stay tuned. 
So what moves did the 2020 Twins make? Well, they didn't make any during the regular season. Um, their biggest offseason move was landing Kenta Maeda, who ended up being a Cy Young finalist. Um, but the Bomba squad was back at it again. Um, I mean, Josh Donaldson went down, came back, struggled, wasn't great. They got hit with some COVID here and there. But other than that, they, they played a pretty clean game, had a pretty clean year, ended 36-24, and 24, well off from my prediction of 41-29, and 29, but they still finished in first place as I predicted. So overall, not very busy um, season for the Twins. However, what did we love? Oh, we love good old Nelly, big Nelly. He hit 303 with 16 home runs and 33 RBIs. He was a finalist for the Hank Aaron Award. It was a great season for Nelly. Um, he continues to defy father time, not pick up the phone, ignore him, block him, whatever he does. Um, wherever the fountain of youth is, Nelson Cruz, please let everyone know. Um, but man, Nelson Cruz, incredible. Um, Eddie Rosario also had a great season. I mean, not great, but it was it was, it was meh. Um, not a great batting average, 257. Um, he did hit 13 home runs and 42 RBIs. You know, the offense wasn't perfect for the Twins. But they still they still had a good offense. They still were able to win a lot of games. I mean, they won 36 games. Um, we also really enjoyed the Cy Young caliber performance from Kenta Maeda. He pitched to a 2.70 ERA, 80 strikeouts, and an impressive 10.8 K per nine, which was incredible. Uh, Rich Hill and Michael Pineda both pitched to a 3.38 ERA or lower. Overall, the Twins, you know... They, they were good. They probably should have gotten deeper into the playoffs, and they did, but um, they just kind of oof, threw up threw up a dud in that first game, and that's kind of just what ended up happening. They just lost. Um, and a lot of it was in part to what I didn't love about 2020. Um, Miguel Santos, 204 batting average. Um, and he had 13 home runs, but he only was able to turn those 13 home runs into 25 RBIs. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. The team had a 204 batting average, but Sano's individual batting average led the team at 242. The offense as a whole slashed 242 with a 315 OBP and a 427 slugging percentage. Um, yeah, not good. Uh, where you would want to be as an as an individual, you would want to have somewhere around a. 340 average OBP with a 450 for an average slugging percentage. Um, their OPS, which is a combination of the slugging and on base percentage, um, was a 743, and 700 gives you a serviceable MLB player. So they were very, very, very average offensively when we look a little bit deeper into it. Uh, but they were able to hit enough home runs to win enough games, and their pitching was really strong. Um, however, you know, they had some good performances in the bullpen from Matt Whistler, Tanner Duff, Tanner Duff, Tyler Duffy, Tyler Clippard in the bullpen. The rest of the staff struggled outside of those three. Um, they had injuries along the way. Um, starting pitcher pitching really bailed them out, but they did pitch to a 3.58 ERA, 
So as a team, they allowed about three and a half runs a game, which isn't, you know, awful. Um, but they, they weren't elite. They, they squeaked out a lot of their wins, and they didn't play great baseball in the playoffs. In the playoffs, they slashed 119, 246, and 153 at the plate. They were trash in the playoffs. Um, and their pitching couldn't have been better. They only gave up four earned runs over the two games in the playoffs. The offense was, if you took it as one player, he would be back in the minors in a heartbeat after given, being given that chance. Like, whew, they were bad uh, when you look deeper into the numbers. Um, biggest takeaway um, for the Twins in 2020 was the offensive struggles need to be addressed. They need... They need more outside of Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz can't do it all. Miguel Sano has to turn it around. Donaldson has to be healthy. They have to get contributions from everyone on the team. They have to get it together in the postseason, especially when the lights are the brightest, um, especially in the the AL Central because it's so tough. You have the White Sox who are emerging. You have the Indians who are still good. You have the Twins, like, this is a good division of baseball at the top, and it's going to be really hard for the Twins to compete if they don't fix that offense. Um, the pitching's fine. I think I think they were fine with pitching. They will be fine with pitching. Um, but the offense, whew, man, rough. They can't just rely on home runs, um, which is what they have the last couple seasons. And it won't, it won't be a problem in 2021. But with the White Sox knocking, ready to compete and ready to win, and with youth on their side, the window is closing for the Twins. Um, so what do the 2021 Twins need? Well, they need Nelson Cruz. But the problem is he's going, going to be 41. He's due for a raise up from his $12 million contract that he had in 2020. And he wants to, he wants a two-year deal. I, I, I would say it's worth it. For whatever club signs Cruz, it's going to be worth it for him. For the short term, that's all it is. Short term. If he fails in 2020, then you cut on cut your losses in 2021. That's what the twins should do. Uh, but they need to address the offense. I think the fit is Michael Brantley. He can get on base. He gives the lineup another threat. And he overall he just helps his team be a lot better than where they are right now. But that's that's the twins in a nutshell from their season. Um, to find more yearly reviews, go to theballboyblog.com, scroll straight down, you'll see the categories, you'll hit the yearly reviews, and you'll see all the yearly reviews we have posted so far. Um, so yeah, to wrap up, I of course just want to say thank you. I want to give a thank you to my supporters over at Rep Sports, Raise Energy. I mean, Raise, guys, it's it's great stuff. Zero sugar, zero crash, zero calories, zero carbs, 300 milligrams of caffeine, clean energy. No, it's, I can't say enough good things about race. It's, it's what fuels the blog quite literally. And I can get you 15% off um, using my code ballboy at checkout. So if you go, here's your step-by-step. That's what you're going to do. You're going to go to the ballboyblog.com backslash my dash deals. You're going to scroll down. It's the very first link there. Click that link. Go to that link. Go and pick out as much raise as you want. Other products. Doesn't matter. I save money on your whole cart. You click that. You get it. Bada bing, bada boom. Pay for it. You're fueled through the holidays. 
you're welcome. Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for being a part of the blog. If you would like to show your support, please email baseballpod.jb at gmail.com to interact with me. Go on over to the forms at the ballboyblog.com backslash forum. I'm looking for suggestions. I'm looking for your 2021 predictions. I'm looking for your fantasy tips and tricks along with mine. I'm looking for you guys to ask me anything. I'm looking for your opinion on those guys that use steroids in the Hall of Fame. I'm looking for it. I want it. I need it. Come give it to me. Um, thanks again, ball boys and ball, ball girls. Until next time.